Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, abundance, peace, and harmony. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in addiction, substance abuse, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Identify and Heal solo episode, I wanted to talk about the importance and the power of finding your truth, identifying your truth, trusting your truth and the power of your own unique truth. I offer more about what that means. What is your truth? What does it mean to honor it? What does it mean to find it and how do we do so? And once we find our truth, what is the power of it? So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with an Identify and Heal solo episode. On today's episode, I'm talking about identifying, finding, and honoring your personal truth. So I actually set out today taking notes and getting ready to do an episode on codependency, codependency versus healthy dependence, and just the concept around codependency, how it's such a buzzword, and what does it actually mean? Where did this concept come from? And as I started writing it out, I realized that the heart of the matter with codependency is a lack of being able to connect with and know our truth. We almost need somebody else to verify it, to create a truth. So I decided to do this episode first, and that episode I will be recording and I'll release next week on codependency, but they really do go hand in hand. Truth is a huge, gigantic thing. (laughs) Truth is a very big word. It's a powerful word, and it has a strong and broad meaning. Unfortunately, in our world today, it can be hard to know what is the truth. Are we being told the truth? Do we know the truth? Is it safe to express our truth? Because the problem with the truth is that it can sometimes get in the way of what people want. I've heard once that people lie for two reasons. They're afraid of not getting what they want or of losing what they have. So essentially, the other way to express that is people don't tell the truth because they don't want to lose something they have or not get what they want. People conceal truths. People bury truths. People deny truths. People can deny us our truth. Before I get too lost in this abyss of what is truth, I want to shrink it down a little bit because what I'm really talking about here in this episode is about your truth and finding that truth because our truth is sacred. The truth can mean a lot of things. It can be the truth about what's happened to us and what we've experienced, our personal experience. It can also be our personal beliefs and our thoughts about things. What's the truth about a matter for you? What's your truth about what you think, what you feel, what you believe, what you support 
what you see? What are your visions? What are your gifts? What's the truth? What's the truth? What's the truth? That's the question to always dig down to because again, what is truth except for what is absolute? They say that there is a absolute truth to the universe because here's a caveat and I've spoken to, to this on the show. I speak a lot about truth is that there, the truth is many folds, right? There's one gigantic, big, broad, universal truth, and then there's subjective truths. And most of our day-to-day experiences involve subjective truths. In certain cases, there is an actual truth. And the reason why it's so important to find your personal truth is because we don't want it to get lost amongst others' subjective truths. Your actual truth about how you think and what you feel and what you believe makes up who you are. When we lose touch with that, we get mixed in with and dissolve into other people's truths. We take on their truths. And again, truth can kind of be exchangeable with with beliefs, right? The things that you express, the things that you hold dear, the things that you support, the things that you say you know, these are our truths. So you can see when you look around the world that a lot of people don't seem to have their own truth. They grasp onto and hold someone else's truth. And on that note, I want to say that, you know, I realize the quandary of being somebody who is sharing their voice and their thoughts, as I do, as all podcasters do, right? Who are speaking to something that's more specific, that's about opinion based or personal knowledge based or personal experience based. I am a licensed therapist, yet even therapists, we can't all share the same truth. We all have different beliefs that come from different experiences, different feelings, different sentiments around certain things. So if we get lost in the truths of everybody else, we lose touch with ourselves. Knowing your truth and finding your truth is finding yourself, acknowledging yourself, honoring yourself, celebrating yourself. When we are able to find our truth, it can help us to find our way, our way through life which is so challenging for so many of us. We don't know which direction to go. We don't know which avenue to pursue because we haven't taken the time to decide for ourselves what we really want, not what somebody else says we should do, not what somebody else says is best, not listening to all the shoulds, shoulds, shoulds of our world, of our society, but listening, listening deep down for that truth inside of us that says, You were meant for this. I watched a movie this past week. I was visiting my aunt in Baltimore, Maryland. Beautiful city. My dad was actually born and raised there. So I used to go there growing up as a kid every Christmas. It felt so magical because sometimes it would snow on Christmas in Baltimore. And it had that cold, authentic Christmas feeling that California (laughs) did not have. And we're watching this movie called Nyad. It's on Netflix right now if you want to watch it. It's, it's really good. It's with Jodie Foster and Annette Benning. So that off the bat <laughs> is quality. And it's about this woman who a long time ago, like back probably like maybe in like the 70s or 80s, made an attempt to swim. She did a lot of long distance swimming. She was, I think, the first woman to swim the English Channel or maybe she had a record time, but that was something she did. She was a phenomenal swimmer. Her next attempt was to swim from Florida to Cuba, or sorry, from Cuba to Florida. And she tried to do this. I think she was in her maybe 20s or 30s. She failed. Fast forward, this movie starts when she's in her 60s. And she decides, you know what? I'm 60. 
I haven't been in the water. She didn't go in the water for 30 years after that failed attempt. And one day she just woke up and realized, I want to do something. I don't want to just drift through these years. I want to do something. And she decided, I'm going to get back in the water. And she got back in the water and she decided, I'm going to go and I'm going to attempt that swim again. So at the age of 60, she attempted to swim from Cuba to Florida. And I'm not going to, (laughs) I'm not going to spoil the ending because I actually didn't know. I didn't know whether she was going to make it or not. And it made the movie really, really enticing and intense to, to watch. It's a fun movie. I recommend watching it. My point is, she said something in that movie that really stirred me. She had a failed attempt because, as I've said, she has many failed attempts. And her friend said, you're, you're crazy. You have to stop this. You're going to kill yourself. And she said, have you ever had something that you knew you could do? that you knew without a doubt you were born, you were brought into this life to do, that you can do it, that you are capable of it. And to me, that's knowing your truth. No matter what anybody says, that is crazy. That cannot be done. That is not possible. You need to stop. You need to give up. But you know deep in your soul that this is what you came here for. And it may not be something like swimming, (laughs) a crazy distance or, you know, making it to the Olympics in some sport or even starting some sort of business or having an invention. It could be something much smaller. Truth does not know about grandiosity or size. There is no difference in the eyes of the universe or source or whatever you want to call it. Every single ounce of truth is sacred, whether it's the creation of a short story that you write or even a trip that you want to take and you know that you were meant to do it. Or it could be about advocating for something or making a stance on something that people around you don't agree with, but deep within you, you know, my truth says that this is true. And I think about people, I've had quite a few guests on my show who were raised in what they would call cults, whether it was a religious cult or some other cult where they were, where ideas were forced upon them. And if you don't know your truth, then you will take that in as ultimate truth. You will take that on as your truth. When there's a part deep inside of you that you're pushing down that says, I don't feel that way. That doesn't feel like my truth. Yet these people are telling me that it is so. These people are speaking to it as if it's the ultimate truth. So I will follow along. And often these individuals later in life will come to recognize, my gosh, I took on this identity. I took on these beliefs. I held this truth to be certain that I now realize is not and has nothing to do with how I actually feel. And these people have to relearn. What is my truth? What do I really feel about things? What are my real beliefs? What is held sacred in my soul and my heart about these matters? So that's why it's so important because it truly dictates and determines how we act what we support, what we do with our lives. And so often we're detached from our own truth. So we go down paths that we realize are not authentic and we stray from our soul, from our true soul's path because our soul path is always aligned with the truth that we came into this world with, with the truth of our soul that wants to be expressed here. I speak often about the sacredness and power of expressing our true soul's essence, letting our unique light shine And when we don't honor or know or take the time to find our own truth, then we're evading that. We evade the ability to 
have our light, to shine it. Because that light is truth. Truth is an essence of source of the universe. It's, think of truth as a light that is not infringed upon, right? It just shines bright, pure. There's nothing obstructing it. Or think of it as like a window that's perfectly cleaned. Sometimes our truth wants to come through, but our window is muddled by different things that have happened to us or different fears. And so we, our truth is concealed. When we take the time to clean off that window, our truth can come through, our true essence, our true selves, our true beliefs. And we are happiest and healthiest when we allow for truth because if we don't express it, it gets pretty cramped in there, right? It, we're, we're infringing on something that all at once is to be expressed. So when you hold it back and hold it back, it gets constricted and conflicted inside, to me, that's the nature, and I've spoken to this before, of how we develop diseases like cancer. And this ties into another facet of finding our truth and honoring our truth is that when things happen to us that are traumatic, especially if it involves abuse or sexual abuse, particularly at a young age, and we're maybe told not to speak of it, or sometimes we're told that it didn't happen Someone tries to tell us that what we know is true is not true. And it's one of the greatest tragedies when a child is told that. So they have to try and tell themselves that. And they have to try to live their life, live through their life, trying to deny what they know deep in their soul is true. That they were violated and they were hurt and they were abused. Those have been some of the strongest senses of sadness that I've ever witnessed is when someone speaks that they had to deny what they knew was true, that they were told that what they went through didn't happen and that they lived for years and years and years having to sit with that. And then they're finally ready to speak up and speak their truth. I talk a lot about how there are many ways to heal and that talk therapy is just one way and it by no means heals everything and can take care of everything. In fact, there are many layers to what we experience and to getting to the core of ourselves and healing ourselves and being able to feel most aligned and embodied. Yet I see the power in talk therapy because it is it can be that inception point. Because there is a great power in the first time that you speak your truth aloud. You speak out what you know deep down in your soul to be true, which other people have denied, which other people have shot down, and you finally get the opportunity to speak it and have it fall on ears that hear you and say, I hear you. I see you. I'm listening to you share your experience, and I'm honoring it, and I'm holding it as your sacred truth. I believe you. Those are some of those powerful words that a victim that's been told that they were lying, that they were wrong, that what they say happened didn't happen for someone to say, I hear you and I believe you and I believe in your truth. Great healing can begin with that first step, with that first experience. And it's a very profound thing to witness. It's a very sacred thing to witness. So you see how the power of finding and honoring your truth, how big that can be. Because not only 
can allow you to dip into some deep, deep sadness that may have been pushed and tried to be concealed. You can set it free. You can honor it so that you can finally move forward from it. And then once you move forward from it, that's when you can do the work of beginning to understand your own truth and other matters. Now that I feel I've been set free from this pain, from this trauma, because I spoke my truth about it, because I looked at it and someone allowed me to be heard and seen for what I went through, I feel that my truth is out there and it's open. It's like this beam of light that's now being shown. And you ask, well, now what will I do with that light? Now that my light's being shown, what will I do with it? And that's when you explore your truth of what your soul really seeks, what you really want in this life, what your beliefs are, what your passions are, what your interests are, what is true for you, not for anybody else, not just because other people are doing it. That's one of the greatest challenges to speaking and expressing our truth is that we get so many messages about what is the best thing to do, what's the most impressive thing to do, what's going to get us the things that everybody says we're supposed to have, that we're supposed to want. So again, we sort of bury it and say, well, this is really my passion. This is really my interest. This is really what I love. My truth is that all I want to do is travel the world and experience all the different cultures and places and see beautiful landscapes and environments and just live out my life that way. Yet other people might say, well, that's not realistic. And that's selfish. How could you do that? Or that's reckless or that's dangerous, or you need to just ground yourself and build a life like you're supposed to. I'm not saying everybody gets these messages. (laughs) I'm basically a vagabond often, most of the time, and I've never had anybody tell me that. So not everyone's going to get that message, but I'm speaking because I know a lot of us do. And it doesn't have to be that big. Like we're going to go do this big this big dramatic thing and everyone's like, no, you can't do that. But little messages along the way, right, can keep us down, can keep us feeling like we can't follow our hearts, delve into our truth, find our truth and bring it forth. Because again, it can be about creating or experiencing something that you've always wanted, that you know would bring you great joy, that you know would bring you great happiness. And being brave enough to Go forward with that to say, you know, this life is short. And if I continue on the path I'm on, that's not truly feeling like it serves my soul, that it speaks for my heart, that it honors my truth. I don't know if I want to keep on that path. Maybe I want to move ahead with something that feels closer to my dreams, like a real expression of my truth. Because something else to remember is that, again, as I speak to you so often, if some of the people that you likely admire most didn't follow their truth and speak their truth, there wouldn't be so many wonderful, amazing things that exist in our world. Because most people who try to speak of something that others might look at and say, what? What are you thinking? That they might question it, that they might dismiss it, that they might shake their heads at it and say, that's a stupid idea. That's silly. That's ridiculous. If they had said, oh, okay, you're right. You're right. There's something deep down in my belly. There's something in my heart. There's this intuition kicking me saying, 
yes, do this. But you know, you're right. It's weird. And no one else really does it. So I'm going to just bury that and just go along with everybody else and do what they say is right and align with their truth of how life is supposed to be. Because again, as I speak on the show, life is meant to be recreated and life is ready to be recreated on this planet and humans are ready for a new way of living. That involves a lot of different facets of life. It involves how we date, how we work, how we eat, how we live, how we are housed, how we have children, how we raise children, how we educate our children, how we educate ourselves, how we spend our time, how we connect with one another, how we govern our society, how we control our finances. All of these things are ready to be recreated. Look around the world. They're all facing great challenges. And truly, it's because they're not working. We've created systems that don't really work, yet we don't know how to let go of them. I apologize if I sound like a broken record. I speak to these things a lot. If you've listened to the show, you know I'm very passionate about the shifting of our world and society into a new experience, a new expression, a new way of doing things. It all comes down to our truth. If we don't believe in our truths and speak our truths, then nothing changes. Because as I said, if we just align with other people's truth, everything stays the same, including us. It's not until we shake things up and say, actually, this is how I feel. I know I've tried to be agreeable. I know I've tried to align with what you say is true or important or how we're supposed to do things, but dang it, if I can't stifle it anymore and I got to let it out, and this is how I really feel, and this is what I really believe, and this is my truth. I know that I came onto this planet for a reason. I know this is something that I'm capable of doing. I know this is something that's meant to be created. I know there's a different way. So I'm going to speak to it and I'm going to do it. And that's what finding your truth is about because there is a seed within you that is unique to you that wants to come out. That could be a part of something beautiful, but you'll never know. If you keep it stuck down there, if you don't give it the light of day so that that beautiful little seed can sprout into a blossoming plant. Another way that finding our truth is important is because so often in our lives, we will be surrounded or connected with people who don't validate our truth. And it isn't always something as extreme as abuse or a traumatic experience. It could be something as small as someone complaining about your behavior or something you've said or a way you've conducted yourself or even in the workplace, you know, somebody claiming that you weren't contributing enough or doing enough. And as I've, and sometimes it's the case, sometimes we need to look at ourselves, right? But other times we can say, you know, I just don't agree with that. I don't think that that's true. And I was actually just having a session with a client where that was the case, where they felt like the people around them were stuck on an idea about them. They were stuck on the fact that they felt that this person was overdramatic and that they felt that this person was too difficult and didn't want to go along with the way that they were moving forward with a certain project and on and on. And the my client felt like, well, they're just, they just don't want to recognize that I'm trying to point out some challenges we'll face if we keep going this way. 
that are not things that aren't working within this system, things that aren't working within the way we're trying to approach this project. But no one around her was validating her truth. They kept shutting it down and saying, no, you're just being difficult. You need to just let those things go and recognize that it's going to be better this way. But if you know that something is true, again, this is sometimes how innovators become very successful. Somebody tells them, no, we're not going to do it that way. And they say, well, guess what? I'm going to break free and I'm going to do it myself. Who just came to mind is a woman, actually, a fellow Whitney, Whitney Wolf. So another alliterated W <laughs> woman. Whitney Wolf, the founder of Bumble. Um, I don't know the story extensively, but I know that she worked on, oof, I want to say Tinder. I think she was a part of Tinder. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, you know, I think it was kind of a boys club. The original founders, I think, were two boys, two men. And she was kind of at the top of, like, working to orchestrate this. And they were not listening to her. They weren't taking her suggestions, essentially shooting down her truth, her ideas. her Because, again, truth means you're speaking what you really feel. And she was saying, hey, this is what I really feel, what I really think about this. And they said, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't agree. We're going to do it our way. And that's fine. You know, that was them following their truth and they didn't feel that there was space for hers. But she said, well, guess what? I'm not going to go along with your truth. I think that mine is so important and valid and unique that I'm going to give it its own life. And she created Bumble, which has been hugely successful. Again, not every case of expressing our truth or owning our truth is that dramatic, yet it is powerful. And the reason why I tie it with codependency is that here's another thing. When we walk around the world not knowing the truth about ourselves, we're going to ask everybody else in the world to tell us. And guess what? They will be happy to do so because <laughs> a lot of people love nothing more than to tell you who you are and what you're like and whether you're good enough or not and whether you're this or that. Da, 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 da. And I'm speaking about this as someone who has done that most of my life. I was so unsure and so insecure my whole life. I, I was terrified that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't lovable, that I wasn't worthy, that I didn't matter. So all I knew to do, I, I, I felt like within me was an empty resource. It was, there, it was barren land in terms of being able to pull from that any sort of self-esteem or confidence or really any knowing about myself, right? Any truth. I didn't feel like there was a piece of inside of me that said, you are worthy and you are lovable just for being here. So I asked everybody else to tell me what's true about me. Am I a good person? Am, am I smart? Am I attractive? Am I lovable? Am I good enough? I wanted everybody else to tell me because I felt like that was the only way that I could hold that or know that. I didn't think I had it within me. And that was a big catalyst for my spiritual growth and my awakening was recognizing, wait a minute, this is, this is, the truth is always within you. Nobody else can hold what's true for you. Nobody can tell you who you are. But guess what? If you ask them, they will. If you don't know who you are, the world will try to tell you who you are. And if you believe them, then it can be so easy to lose yourself and never, again, never honor that seed within you, that bright uniqueness, that beauty that wants to be seen and heard. We cover it up because we say, oh, okay, well, this person said that I'm really not that interesting and that I'm not very attractive, so I shouldn't really even try to date certain people. So I'm just going to keep myself at this real low level and know that I'll probably never be taken seriously because I'm also not very smart. Whatever it is that people will gladly tell you about yourself, if you take it as the ultimate truth 
you're doing such a disservice to yourself and you're not honoring the remarkable, unique being that you are, that you deserve to let shine and to come through. So consider that. Consider the fact that if you don't know your truth, if you don't know the truth about yourself, the world will try to tell you the truth. There's thousands of messages every day of the world trying to tell you truths about yourself. That you need to look a certain way, that you need to dress a certain way, that you need to achieve certain things, that you need to have certain things by a certain time in your life, or you are not a valued member of society, that you don't matter. This is not true. These are myths, truths about the human spirit, about humanity. So that's what this is all really coming down to. When we identify our own truth, it's because we're uncovering what is the ultimate truth of humanity, which is that we are fully of value and of worth and that our any ideas we have, any concepts, any pursuits we want to have, that they are valid and important and we are deserving of expressing them. So when we don't honor that, we're keeping ourselves stuck in these little circles that we've created for ourselves, (laughs) the small little circle of the human experience, you're born, you are raised and told certain ideas, mostly what you should be afraid of. You go to school, you're told what you're supposed to know and learn, what's important to know and learn so you can get what you need to get in order to be a valid member of society. Then you're supposed to get a spouse and a home and a job and do your part and that's it. Yet, As I said, we are ready to remake it all. We're ready to break the wheel, if you will. And I don't mean burning it down or demolishing it. I don't believe in that. Breaking the wheel to me just means breaking out of the limiting beliefs, the limiting options that we have, breaking out of this cycle and circle that we go around and around and thinking this is all there is. We live in an infinite universe, (laughs) y'all. There are infinite possibilities And one of them is waiting deep inside of you as your truth, your truth waiting to be expressed, your truth waiting to be shared. But first we must first, before we can do that and give out the bigger truth of our ideas, our creations into humanity, we must sit still with ourselves and understand the truth about ourselves. If there is healing work that needs to be done and we need to hold a precious moment for ourselves to recognize There's a truth deep within me about something that happened and I've tried to deny it and I've tried to push it away and pretend like it isn't screaming and crying out to me to be attended to. It's too much and I don't want to believe in it. Now, addressing trauma is very hard and I'm not saying by any means that you have to do it. I'm just offering that when we don't do it, it becomes this pulsating wound that gets infected and will continue to press and press on you because it's so painful and big and in need of being expressed. When we're able to do that, then we open ourselves to the treasures within us, to our ultimate truth. But these traumas, they conceal our truth. We have to set it free. We have to set ourselves free in order to be free and freely express ourselves. Do you understand? To not free ourselves is very painful, to not express ourselves. I want to share a few quotes that I found on this topic that I think 
are poignant and powerful in regards to this and not expressing ourselves and not expressing our truth and not being free. It says, there is no ache more deadly than the striving to be oneself. So when we conceal our truth, we're always going to be hurting a little bit. We're always going to have that ache that we know deep down that we're not really expressing our true selves. And this quote meant a lot to me when I've struggled with not being impressive enough and feeling like I wasn't good enough and comparing externals with others, right? Just looking, I've spoken before that I had to get off social media when I was in my 20s because all I would do was just scroll through different people's profiles and say, oh my gosh, look at their pictures. They're so beautiful. They have the perfect partner and all these amazing experiences in their life. And I just have nothing like that. I feel so much less than. And this quote says, all the knowledge that I possess, everyone else can acquire, but my heart is all my own. Because that quote reminded me that we can all walk the walk that we're supposed to. We can do all, hit all the checkpoints that we're told. We can go to school and learn all this stuff and do well in school. All these things, we can get the right partner. But what is in your heart? is all your own. What is your personal truth is all your own. Because even if two people feel similar about something, everyone's truth is a little bit different, just like a snowflake. <laughs> just like you in general, as an, in a being is a snowflake, your expressed truth, your truth and your feelings are unique and beautiful. So I just wanted to offer this today because again, as I was exploring more the concept of codependency. I just kept seeing the tenets of the importance of truth within all the ways that codependency affects us, right? And feeling like we need to be connected with another person and that we might even take on another person's thoughts and beliefs and what's important. And it's totally disregarding and disconnecting from our own unique source of truth, of love, of beauty, because that's what lies within all of us. That's what wants to be expressed, not someone else's. And I'm not criticizing anybody. I know that I've lost my way many times and felt like I couldn't honor and express how I really felt. I didn't really even know how I felt, to be honest. I've always been like a very passionate person. And I certainly had strong opinions about some things, but not all things. And I didn't know if it was safe to explore some of my feelings and some of my truths and to express them. But as I get older, I realize that it's crucial to feeling my healthiest and also to helping others. Because if I didn't say what was true for me, I wouldn't be able to reach the people that I'm able to reach. I've had some incredible individuals reach out to me who have heard this show and said, I just really appreciate your authentic voice and what you share. And this is only happening because I'm allowing my truth to come out. I'm not perfect. <laughs> We're all affected in some ways. Yet one thing I've always really tried to do is to be honest because it's one of the most powerful tools you have is to speak your truth, to be genuine. Also the beauty in being truthful is that you don't have to worry so much about 
keeping up appearances, right? Keeping track of what you've said you think or feel or believe in when if it's authentic to you, it comes naturally. But when you have to force it, it doesn't. Let yourself be expressed fully. Find your truth. And again, some of you might ask, well, I don't know what that is. Then you got your whole life to figure it out. I think it's one of the things that our our soul aims to do before it leaves our body in this lifetime is to have at least a little kernel, a little ounce of truth expressed. And then it says, oh, okay. I'm sure you've heard of people who die suddenly after experiencing a certain milestone or something happens in their life and then they pass. And it's because they were able to express some of that authentic truth that they came here to share with the world. And I'm not saying (laughs) we're going to pass on after that. I'm just offering that it's that pivotal. It's that crucial that even if a soul is really eager to move on to the next adventure, it still wants to wait until that little bit of truth has come through. It's also the highest state that we can be in. It's the best that life can ever feel when we're genuinely expressing ourselves, when we've let go of the deep, dark secrets that we've tried to hold and we allow that beautiful ray of truth to come through. And of course, if you do have something that's happened to you that you're afraid to address that's too dark and too scary, I highly recommend seeking out professional help I am a licensed therapist. I assist people in the process of trauma work and grief work. If you're looking to work with somebody on that, you can always reach out to me. I can also provide resources. Just want to leave you with that thought. What is your truth? Have you explored it? Do you feel like you've found your truth, that you own your truth, that you allow your truth to be expressed? Do you have some healing that might need to be done to honor a truth of yours that's unique to your story? And to speak for myself, I know that those things that felt too painful to look at, once I did and I worked to own it, which I'll also say some days I don't own it. (laughs) I have some days where some things that happen to me that are a part of my story that are my truth, it's hard for me to accept still. But I get through those days. And then I remember the reason that I'm here is to learn how to fully love and accept all of myself and all humans, all beings. So I'll try again. I'll try again. And today I feel like I can't accept what happened to me and I can't accept myself as I am. And it's really not about not accepting it. It's about, it's about, there's still some fight in you, right? There's still the pain. There's still anger. And that's okay. There's going to be days where that flares up. When I look back, I can see that it's diminishing. It's not the same battle I fought when I was in my 20s, which was a deep down, almost hatred for myself, a deep down inability to accept who I was. That's not the case anymore. I've become very acquainted with my truth. I've learned how to begin to express it and to rejoice in it. And even if it doesn't look or sound like I thought it was supposed to, or it doesn't look and sound like other people's truth, that that's okay because it's mine. And it's starting to get pretty exciting as I move through this life and realize, well, following my truth is actually going to get me to my dreams coming true because my dreams coming true is to help others and to be a part of shifting our experience of life into something more joyous, more peaceful, more fun. All right, everybody. I hope this was helpful. Have a beautiful day. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. 
If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.